Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. We're coming to a close of another year, and it's, man, it's just a couple weeks away, and uh, we're so glad to have you on with us today and to be looking into some of these things um, as the year closes up. The Holy Spirit was really dealing with me about um, the uh, the whole work of the Holy Spirit in our lives and how we need to recognize that and I guess just be so aware of Him working in us, that He's not just in us. The Holy Spirit isn't just in us just for a one-time deal. He He's in us to help us, especially during the holidays. You know, um, we were talking in church the other day and talking about this and how, you, you know, the, the pressures and the distractions and the things that come at us, especially during the holidays, Christmas into the new year. And it seems so much human nature for us to wind down at the end of the year and, um, you know, really get almost lethargic, even spiritually. And we've seen it just in patterns over the years with people. We just, you know, you come into the new year and people just sit down and they really don't re-engage again until maybe the end of January. Uh, They're checked out. Um, But we have to, if we really look at these things and the things we're going to talk about today, um, this isn't, you know, that really just is the recipe for religion is I do church or I do God um, during the year and that's on my calendar and when I can fit it in, you know, I'm going to do church on a Sunday morning or Wednesday, but if not, you know, during the holidays I check out, I'm going to do my family stuff and shop and then I pick it back up. Really, the whole premise of what we're going to talk about is that it's it, we're we're in a relationship with our Heavenly Father and a relationship with the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. And His power and His presence uh, is available to us on a, in a, on a daily basis. And so I don't have to check out because I'm, I'm in a relationship with Him. I'm talking with Him throughout the day. I'm praying. I'm praying in, you know, other tongues. I'm stirring up myself on the inside. So I'm keeping fresh, keeping vibrant spiritually on the inside so I don't wane. And really what happens is we become roller coaster Christians when we live like what I just described. We're up one day and down the next. Well, who does that sound like? That sounds a lot like other people who don't know Jesus, right? They, I mean, that's not, that's just the way it is. I mean, when it, the Bible says when we know him, we have peace, we have joy, uh, we're the, the fruits of the Spirit are in our lives and we're working towards those things with his help. Um, it doesn't make us better than anybody else. I'm just saying that the world, the people that don't know Jesus, he hasn't become the Lord of their life there is a distinction. There's there's a difference between the two, and um, we don't apologize for that. We 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 know him, and he is our peace on the inside. And so when we don't have to live a roller coaster up one day, down the next, 
Um, and sometimes we get into those patterns. And what we're going to see today is that um, we don't have to live like that. I was reminded of this, you know, verse, it's Christmas and everybody starts quoting all the Christmas scriptures is what they call them. You know, they start reading the story of Jesus and, and how he came uh, as a baby. Um, but I wanted just to, to read this one part here in Matthew uh, 1, and I believe it's verse 22. Well, I'll start in verse 21. And uh, it says, And she will bring forth a son, talking about Mary, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, uh, for he will save his people from their sins. Verse 22 says, So all of this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord uh, through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. And so if you look at the word Emmanuel, which we're not going to get into a big deep study about that or anything today, but if you look at the word, word Emmanuel, it, meaning God with us, aren't you glad that that's one of his names that, you know, he came to this earth so that he might be with us. But I want to take it one step further because he's not just with me. He said something when he was, when he ascended on high, it says when he, when he was resurrected and he was leaving, he says, I'm going to give you somebody else and he's going to be with you forever. And he's going to be a comforter. And let me, I want to read that verse to you. So not only is he God with us, and that is comforting. I am so thankful that Jesus, you know, the name Jesus means so many things, and that's who he is. And yes, uh, he is with us, but he also is in us. Uh, part of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit, is in us and for a purpose, and I want to read that to you. It says here in John 14, and I believe we'll start here, let's see, um, in 15, John 14, 15, and it says, uh, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Uh, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells in you and will be uh, dwells with you and will be in you. Interesting right there. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. He's Emmanuel, God with us, but he's in us as well. He's with me, but he's in me. And you say, well, that's a no-brainer. But I just want to point that out, that he's Emmanuel, God with, with us, but he is also the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. He's going to be in me. And he said, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. That is, I love those powerful verses. So he's the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because they, they don't see him and they don't know him. But he says, you know him. For he dwells with you and will be in you. If we just take that right there and just went throughout the next few weeks until the, the end, the close of this year, and we just meditated on that, that we have, you might feel alone. You might say, I am surrounded by people all the time, but I feel all alone. I feel like nobody gets me. 
I feel like nobody hears me. It's been a lonely year. I've had a hard year. Um, it's been challenging. Listen, I think this year has been challenging for many. I, I know that uh, things the world is getting darker, but I know that uh, the, the children of God, the ones who know him, which is us, right? It says our path will grow brighter and brighter until full noonday. So I choose to believe God's word. But he said the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it doesn't see him or know him, but you know him because he dwells with you and he's in us. So even though we say this year might have been hard or these challenges have come, I've got somebody on the inside of me who's there to help me, not just be with me. I like it when my husband's with me, right? He's holding my hand. But I've got the Holy Spirit who's in me. He dwells in me. He lives on the inside of me. <laughs> and he's, he's with me. I'm carrying him with me, right? So I'm not alone. I'm not comfortless. I, I want you to go over to verse 25 of this. This is John 14, 25. Listen to this. And it says, These things have I spoken to you while being present with you, but... Remember, he's, he's, gonna, he's going somewhere uh, he, when he's talking about this. He says, but the helper, there's the word helper again, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things, and he will bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. And I love this. Verse 27, he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I don't have to, br I don't have to bring it. He's given it to me says, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. You know, that's all over. People are always talking about, you know, we just need to be kind and be peaceful people. Listen, I can't conjure that up in myself, in my humanness. I'm not that great without God. Without him, without him in my life, I'm, I'm nothing. But with him, I'm everything, right? With him, meaning the Holy Spirit, the Godhead on the inside of me right? Jesus dwelling in me. I'm nothing, but with him, I'm everything. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. And he said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Don't be troubled and don't be afraid. You guys, this is good news. I'm telling you, this is great news right here. The things we're looking at in his word. I don't have to be troubled. I don't have to be upset about what's going on in the news. I don't have to be afraid because he told me I don't have to be. Things are very, yes, if we, if we dwell on them, they're troubling. But I'm not going to, he says, don't let your heart be troubled. So I have something to do with that. Would I, would I put my eyes on? what I put my attention on is going to cause me to be troubled. If I'm up every morning eating my breakfast watching CNN, well, there's going to be a problem because I'm going to be troubled. But he says, look, don't let yourself be that way. I think one translation says, don't let yourself be agitated, easily agitated. There's so many things that can agitate us. You know, just people can agitate you. And I know right now you're saying amen to that. Come on. There's people that just, they just rub you the wrong way. They, you know, there's family. 
that they might rub you the wrong way. There's all different uh, circumstances and, and situations out there, especially during the holidays. Man, you got family coming into town, li- staying in your home. <laughs> you have all, all different things. You're shopping out and people are just, they're selfish, self-centered. They, you know, they're out to get their stuff and go home. Uh, we're challenged on every side, right? But the Bible says, let not your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. We have a helper on the inside. He is God with us. Emmanuel, he is God with me, but he's also God in me. He's my helper. He's everything I need. The, over there in verse 15, what I, which I read, it says, and he will give me another helper that he might abide with me forever. He's going to be, he's in us forever, y'all. He's in me forever. And so I have a helper forever. I've, you know, we've, over the years, we've counseled people and there's been people that have said, you know, I just don't know which way to turn. I don't know how to fix this. And, you know, the knowledge and the revelation knowledge, I should say, of knowing that the greater one, the Holy Spirit, lives on the inside of you. Studying that, knowing that, not just head knowledge, but knowing that from the inside, right? It's revelation knowledge to you. When you know that, man, you you don't feel alone. But there's people, Christians, well-meaning Christians, and they don't know that. And uh, it, it, it makes things magnified, and, it's, and it makes challenges even harder. Um, the Holy Spirit is our helper. He's my helper. He's the one who comes alongside and helps me on the inside. Um, we've just re- recently been talking about the Holy Spirit and the different roles uh, of the Holy Spirit, that he's our counselor, he's our helper, he's my standby. He's my intercessor. He's everything that I need in order to um, make it into, you know, to the next day. I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, live like everybody else lives. I can live with the assurance on the inside that, uh, that things are going to be, things are going to go the way I need them to go because I have that helper on the inside. Uh, it might not start off that way, but it'll end up that way, right? So we have to be, we, we have to not only acknowledge that we have that helper on the inside of us, but we have to stir up a hunger on the inside. We have to stir up a hunger on the inside to know him in a more intimate way. I, you know, you're seeing it a lot more nowadays, but people, they'll get born again They'll ask Jesus to come into their heart and be the Lord of their life. But it's really because they're not growing, they don't continue their walk with God. They're left as just a baby Christian, and they don't grow in these things, and they don't learn that. And that's why we're doing podcasts. That's why we're teaching these things, because it's not just you stop there, you're going to heaven. There's a whole wide world open to you of help on the inside that you, uh, that's why it's so wonderful over there in Acts 2. Uh, a lot of people don't think that that's in the Bible, but Acts, Acts chapter 2, when he talks about a, a second infilling, right? Um, where, uh, when he said, and you know, they were all on the day of Pentecost and they were all in one accord and in one place. And suddenly 
there came a sound from heaven, what of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues or divided tongues as a fire, and it sat on each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Well, that second infilling, that infilling of the Holy Spirit on the inside, the, the language there of speaking with other tongues, people just don't like that subject. They just do not want to talk about something they don't understand. But the Bible talks about it and says, listen, when we do this, the, when we stir ourselves up on, on, on these things and we stir ourselves up by praying in the Holy Ghost, that's what Jude 20 says. He said, beloved, stirring up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. And so we want to, we want to, we're kind of covering a a lot here, but we're talking about the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, that he's not there as a hitchhiker, I think one minister said. He's not just on the inside hitching a ride. He's not just there to be nice Holy Spirit on the inside and just be quiet. No, he's there to be our helper. So when I'm in a bind, when I don't know what to do, I can pray out mysteries. I can pray out secrets. I can pray out divine mysteries by praying in the Holy Ghost, by here we say praying in other tongues, and the answers that I need are prayed out, and I know what to do. That's why, you know, when we've done uh, podcasts and, you know, uh, preached on being led by the Spirit of God or being led by the Holy Spirit, man, that's probably one of our our biggest listened to podcasts and, and, and preaching series is because people want to know you want to know, listen, what do I do? What, what am I going to do? My children are acting up. Uh, my job looks like it's on the brink. I'm going to lose it. I, I you know, I, I'm having marital issues. I don't know what to do. And, and people want to know how to hear from God. They want to know. I don't want to rely on somebody else to tell me what to do. I want the greater one on the inside. I want the direction coming from the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. And that's the most sure way to not misstep in life. Because when the, the, the God of the whole universe, the one who created you, is giving you direction and insight and wisdom, you're not going to misstep. You're not going to make a wrong decision. And that's why we've got to understand these things. And, and really, I mean, that's that's what's so exciting about it is that he said he's going to give me another helper, another comforter, another standby, another intercessor, the one on the inside who's going to help me when I need help, when I, I need, you know, questions answered. And I think that's the number one thing people are looking for. They're looking for help. That's why people like social media so much, right? They want people to know how they're doing. They want to ask questions about things. They want people to give them answers, right? Social media is all about that. Putting your best foot forward out there, showing people what you're doing. And then, and then, you know, I've seen over and over people ask questions and people exchange information. People want to know, hey, what do I do? Where should I go? Who should I marry? What decisions should I make? And he said, 
I've already given that to you. The Holy Spirit will come and fill you. And you will have a helper on the inside that will help you. And he says, he's in you forever. Praise God. That's good news, y'all. That's good news. So stirring up a hunger to know him and to have a relationship with him and to be filled with him. You know, when my kids were little, uh, I had one, I won't say their name, but I had one that was a very picky eater, very finicky eater. And, um, you know, if you put vegetables or, or a certain foods in front of them, they would not, they would turn up their nose at it and uh, they would not eat it. But I tell you what, when we kept on putting it in front of them and taking away the things that they, you know, uh, really enjoyed eating and would, you know, put the other things that they didn't enjoy so much there and not give them the other until they had eaten the first, uh, man, they, when they got hungry enough, they would eat. And so we learned then we can add the chicken nuggets and the, you know, macaroni and cheese, cheese and all that. But and, and it's the same true for people, uh, grown people, you know, just human beings. Well, hungry people act different at dinner or at the table than someone who's full, right? If you're hungry enough, you're going to eat what's set before you. You're going to eat. But, you know, someone who's full, like if you go to the grocery store full, you're not as likely to buy, you know, Oreo double stuff. Oh, man, those are good. <laughs> but you're not, as, you're not as apt to go down there and buy all this stuff that you, right, because you're not hungry. Same thing spiritually. If we don't cultivate an appetite for the things of God, if we're not hungry for the things of God, then we don't desire them. We don't desire to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. We don't, uh, we don't speak in other tongues on a daily basis, right? We don't stir ourselves up. We don't do those things because we're really not hungry. We're, we're satisfied with where we're at. But I'm telling you, that verse over there in Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are they which do hunger. This is Matthew 5, 6. It says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You want a relationship? You want to go further in the things of God? You're hungry and thirsting after the things of God? It says he'll fill you. He'll fill you to overflowing. Oh, and, and you know, your heart, your soul, your mind, they all cry out for the things of God. Listen, hunger is the key to miracles and breakthroughs, being hungry and thirsty for the things of God. Um, you know, and then it, it also flows over into church. You know, if you're not hungry, uh, you know, for the things of God and you think you can make it a month without, you know, the things of God and you can just put it on hold, then you're not going to go to church. You're not going to talk to other people at church. You're not going to, you're not hungry. But I'm telling you today, let's stir up that hunger on the inside. Let's get hungry for the things of God because he has so much more for you. He has so much more for me, especially in this next year coming up. Man, I'm telling you, things are winding up. Things in, in, in the earth are, are getting, uh, they're, they're on a roll, aren't they? I mean, things are just happening faster than we can almost, they can almost publish them in the news. So we're living in the last days. And we... I, we want to be in such a place that on the inside we can hear his voice clearly, 
I'm talking about the Holy Spirit speaking to us. We want to be in a place where we're hungry all the time and thirsty for him. We're, we're hungry to see other people know him, know, know, come to Jesus. We're, we're hungry and thirsty to go out and tell others about Jesus, right? So you got a little bit of homework I'll give to you. Ask yourself, when I've mentioned some of these things, how hungry are you? Are, do you even care if your, your people in your family, are gonna, if they took their last breath, they're going to heaven or hell? When's the last time you talked to somebody about Jesus? How hungry are you for uh, your local body, your church, right? That's what it is, a local body of believers. How hungry are, are you to go and get involved and, and uh, be plugged in in your local church? Your hunger level says it all. So I pray that for you today. I pray that your, the eyes of your understanding, is, as it says in Ephesians, would be enlightened, that you would see and you would know uh, these things and that your eyes would be opened and that your hunger level would increase, that you would know who you have and who you're carrying on the inside, the helper, the greater one. And if you've never experienced that, that you can experience that. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit and have the power of God in your life, in everyday life, for everyday life. That's what he's there for. Amen. Well, it was good being with you today on Everyday Revival, and I pray these things for you. I thank you, I thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we pr we're praying for your families. We're praying for you. And we say, live every day in revival. Revival.